You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Friends, we are coming upon the end of 2019, which is cray. Yes, cray, like crayfish. It's crazy that it's already December 2019 and January 2020 is just around the corner. And I have decided that 2020 is going to be my year, mostly because it is the year that I am turning 40. And my mom always said to me that life just got amazing in her 40s. So prepare yourself, people. (laughs) Prepare yourself. But that is not the point. The point is I wanted to pass along to you three questions that I have been pondering a lot in this month to set myself and this business up for ultimate success in 2020. And I thought it might be worth sharing with you these questions how to approach them, how to get the most out of this whole homework assignment so that you too can literally hit the ground running come the 1st of January or whenever you decide to return back to work. Now, some context. As most of you know, I am a big fan of journaling. I am a person who I could travel the world and buy journals. (laughs) So if you ever see a nice journal, tag me in it because I would love to see it. I found a journal that I bought the other day from a little shop in Paris and literally I wrote in the front of that journal, I bought this journal from a cute little shop in Paris. (laughs) And it's beautiful because I also luckily enough made a note in that journal to say the paper is actually made in that shop. That kind of craftsmanship blows my mind and I love it. So getting back on to the point, Kathleen. I am a big fan of journaling as a way to reflect, bring consciousness, become aware of the craziness of some of the thoughts in your head. Here's the thing. Your thoughts are the thing that are going to drive your actions and drive your results. If you do not know Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School, Pause this podcast and go and find her podcast. It is phenomenal. It is the thing that's going to change the game for you in terms of being able to manage your mindset. And the exciting news is I have signed up for 2020 for her coaching program, which means all of this is going to get better and I am going to be able to distill so many insights and learnings from my own processing for you. Make them relevant to the floral industry and do all of the good things. But getting back to this journaling exercise, these three questions that I want you to ponder, that I want you to think about, I want you to literally find yourself some blank paper. It could be the back of the electricity bill. It could be in a fresh new pretty notebook. It don't matter. But I want you to set the timer, eliminate all distractions, and write. And one of the things that I absolutely love is there is a book called The Artist's Way. 
And her journaling exercise is all around waking up in the morning and doing three pages of stream of consciousness journaling. One of the things that I absolutely love about that exercise and that I have truly adopted is the idea of realizing your journaling is not actually about documenting the events in your day to then reflect back on it. Remember when we were like 10, 12, 14 and we used to write down who we had a crush on, what we were wearing to school, what we learned at school, who's talking to who, who's no longer BFFs with who? It is not that exercise. This exercise is purely about brain dumping doing a thought download onto pieces of paper to get the shit in your head out. And that is when you become completely aware of your thinking and understand how important and how influential your thinking is in terms of setting yourself up for success. So each one of these three questions, I want you to set the timer for 20 minutes. I want you to set the timer for a little bit longer than feels comfortable. We can all sit down for five, seven, eight, nine minutes and then not pick your phone up and not look at Instagram. But I want you to set your timer for, let's say, 23 minutes. Let's make that the go-to time frame. 23 minutes for each one of these questions. Now, you do not need... You do not need to necessarily sit down and do all three questions back to back. You could sit down one morning and do one question. You could sit down on Friday afternoon and do the second question. And then you can always come back and revisit it. Because these three questions have so much power to them. And I want you to simply ask yourself the question and begin writing. This is not about filtering what you're writing. You are not going to show this writing to anybody. You are not going to read it back to yourself and judge yourself for having the thoughts that you have. I simply want you to ask yourself the question, start writing, and when you feel you have run out of words, ask yourself, is that everything? And I want you to either reach your timer of 23 minutes, but more importantly, I want you to strive for filling up three full pages. And if you do more, even better. And you can always come back and answer the question again. Now, let us jump right into question number one. And this question is from Sarah at work, who works with Katie Davis at Ponderosa and Time. And I was listening to a discussion that they were having on the weekend. And this is a question that Sarah asks a lot. So I sat down and asked myself this question, and it's so simple, but it will rock you to the core. Question number one, what do I want? Seriously, when is the last time you have asked yourself that question. What is it that you want in 2020? I want you to be 100% selfish when you're answering this question. And I want you to stretch yourself. I want you to think big. If you, my friend, want to buy an airplane, this is what you're going to write down. If you want to move to Paris, if you want to move to Canada, if you want to have a child, if you want to buy a house, if you want to sell your house, if you want to close your business, if you want to start your business, what is it that you want? And I want you to set the timer for 23 minutes and I want you to fill three full pages. And if you are so inclined to come back and do this exercise again, 
this question is going to rock you to your core. I don't think you can ask yourself this question too many times. We are so easily wrapped up in the crazy of everyday life, of trying to respond to emails, of trying to make our customers happy, of trying to figure out exactly what flowers we're going to put into that arrangement so that we can get a five-star review on Google. I want you to sit down and think about what is it that I want. You can think about this in the context of your flower biz. You can think of this in the context of your personal health. You can think of this in the context of your family. You can think of this in the context of where you live, how you live every day, what does your job look like, anything. And I want you to write three full pages. And when you feel like you've gotten down to a third of a page and like, I don't know if I can write anymore, I want you to ask yourself, what else do I want? Get deep, get into it, because here is the thing. There are going to be things that have probably crossed your mind. There are going to be random dreams, random thoughts, random ideas that you have seen that you're going to go, oh yeah, what about that? What about that? You can always reflect on the year that has been and make a note and outline for yourself what it is you do not want. What don't you want to be repeating? That will also point you in the direction of what you do want. If you want more freedom, if you want to open a retail shop, if you want to focus in on funeral flowers, if you want to launch a workshop series, if you want to launch an online course, I want you to write it down. Here's the metaphor that they use in the corporate world a lot. And this whole idea of when you are young and you're just starting out, you are doing this thing called climbing the corporate ladder. You are getting a job and then you're going to get a promotion and then you're going to leave that business to go get another promotion. And all of a sudden you're going to realize you're climbing the corporate ladder and that ladder is actually leaned up against the wrong building. But you don't know that unless you sit down and ask yourself, what is it that I want? We are so easily distracted and swayed by this person's perfect life on Instagram or this person's perfect story about romance or look at this person's perfect baby and their perfect dog and their perfect dinner. But what about you asking yourself, what is it that you want? Here's the thing, you know. Your intuition knows exactly what you want. You are going to be so filled with ideas and so filled with observations around what you do not want to be repeating, what you have been doing for the last year, last two years, last three years, and what you do not want to be doing anymore. If you want to go a little bit deeper, I want you to ask yourself, what has been working in 2019? But even better than that is what is not working. And that could purely be from an intuition point of view. That could be from a revenue point of view. That could be from a client point of view. That could be from a I don't have enough help point of view. That could be a I feel like I'm busting my balls, but I'm not making enough money point of view. I want you to simply answer the question, what is not working? And if there are specific things that are working for you, I want you to recommit to making those happen. And for all of the things that are not working for you, you do not need to explain to anyone ever (laughs) 
why it's not working. The beautiful thing about owning your own business is that you are absolutely allowed to simply change your mind. You do not need to explain to a single person ever about why you are changing your mind. If somebody, if one of your staff members turns to you and says, oh, why are we changing this? Your answer can be as simple as, because I said so. It is so easy to decide to set your business up for making everybody else happy. But I want you to take a minute and ask yourself, what do I want? Here's a great insight that my coach has really hammered home to me. You do not have to do anything. This may come as a shock to you. You actually do not have to pay taxes. You do not have to wake up in the morning. You do not have to go to bed at a certain time. You do not have to eat vegetables. You do not have to drink champagne at New Year's. You do not have to go to the movies and watch the latest flick. You do not have to do anything. You do need to understand and appreciate and realize that there are consequences to some decisions that you make. One of the most confronting things that you do not have to do is you do not even have to take care of your children. You may disagree with me on that statement. However, I know you are taking care of your children because you love them. Right? It is not an obligation. You are doing it out of love. So I want you to remember this whole idea of you do not have to do anything. You can expand that to any part of your life that you want. If you want to stop doing weekly corporates, then you can simply make the decision to stop doing weekly corporates. If you want to stop doing weddings, you can make the decision to simply stop doing weddings. Newsflash, you do not have to do anything. This journaling exercise and this idea of what do I want is going to rock your world. And all I'm asking you to do is sit down, set the timer for 23 minutes. Your goal is to write three full pages. No judgment, no worrying about spelling mistakes, no worrying about whether you can read this thing. It don't matter. I want you to answer the question, what is it that I want? want. Question number two. What does my ideal flower business look like? This is a question that I ask all of my one-to-one business coaching students because I wish I had asked this question five years ago. But I used to be so wrapped up and worried in what everybody used to think and what I should be doing and that everybody should be focused on this or they should be focused on that. Here is the trick, my friend. There are so many areas of floristry that you can focus in on. You could do funerals. You could do weekly corporates. You could do gifts and hampers and plants. You could do massive fuck-off weddings. You could do small, intimate affairs. You can do anything. You could focus in on everyday flowers. You could set up an online flower business that doesn't have a retail shop front but turns over 
five or six figures purely through an online ordering system. You could focus in on events. You could focus in purely on workshops and teaching other people the beauty of playing with flowers. Here is the idea. You are allowed to set your business up however you want to. And I would encourage you to focus in on the areas of floristry that you feel called to the most. Just because somebody else is out there focusing on weddings and they have 150,000 followers on Instagram, who gives a rat's ass? That's their business. This is your business. You are setting your business up to fulfill your soul and make good money. It is so easy to get wrapped up on all the social media, to get distracted by what's happening on the Instagrams and think, oh, I should do this. Here's the thing, my friend. Let me repeat myself. You don't have to do anything. You can set your business up however you like. And while I'm on the topic... If you're going to answer the question, what does my ideal flower business look like? Can you also do me a favor, which is actually doing yourself a favor, and answer the question of what your financial revenue ultimate sales objective is for 2020? And here is a hot tip. It needs to be somewhere in the ballpark of $200,000. If you currently think that you can have a full-time job making a totally livable wage off of something like $50,000, i got news for you. The amount of money that you are actually going to bring home from your total revenue target is somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30% of your total sales. So if your personal income objective is... $100,000, then you need to be setting your total sales revenue objective closer to $400,000-$500,000. We can break all that math down more, should you wish, but I simply want to seed the thought with you. Set your financial target higher. You run a legitimate business. If your current financial target is $50,000, if you know how to manage your costs and have your pricing set, you will probably, asterisk, I'm not a financial advisor, this is not financial advice, bring home around $15,000. Now, if that is how much you're hoping to live off of, that's amazing. I'm guessing you will probably have a second job but I want you to think about this. If you have set your financial target around $100,000, you will probably be bringing home about $30,000. People, I want you to set your sights higher. There is absolutely no reason. You cannot build a highly profitable two, three, four, five hundred thousand $500,000 floral design business no matter where you live. So question number two, what does my ideal flower business look like? If Instagram disappeared and you followed your intuition and followed your heart, what does your ideal flower business look like? And as a secondary question to ask yourself, 
what is your overall sales objective? And remember that your sales objective is a completely different number than your personal income. And I want you to set that sales objective to the point that makes you very uncomfortable. Question number two that you're going to be journaling on is, what does my ideal flower business look like? Again, the exercise is set the timer for 23 minutes and write yourself three full pages. There is no judgment, no going back to fix spelling mistakes. This is purely a stream of consciousness thought download exercise. And question number three comes from my coach. And this is something I have been working on in the last couple of weeks, which has really opened my eyes. Question number three is what is currently in my way for me to reach my goals? So if you have set yourself a sales target of $300,000 or $100,000 or $200,000 or a million dollars, what is currently in my way for me to reach my goals? And I want you to write down everything. It could be everything from I don't understand search engine optimization to I'm confused about where to spend my money on paid advertising. Should I be investing in this bridal show? Should I update my website? Should I focus in on funerals? Should I be focused on this? Should I be focused on that? I don't know how to this. I don't know how to that. Every single thing. What is it that you don't yet know the answer to? What are the questions that if you wish you could have answered today Somebody could just wave a magic wand and give you the book of how to, how to ABC. What is it that you want to learn? What is it that you feel is currently standing in your way from you meeting your objectives? On this list of things that you feel are currently in your way or your obstacles to you meeting your goal, there might be things like, I have a full-time job. I've got two young kids. I don't have a website yet. I don't know what to name my business. I think I'm supposed to have a catalog on my website. I want to focus in on weddings and events, but I don't yet have a portfolio. Every single thing that you have on that list, I want you to go back and identify your top three. What are the three biggest hurdles or questions that you have? Is it your website? Is it how do I attract more leads? Is it how do I build a portfolio? It doesn't even matter how small some of these questions might feel. Some of them are going to feel very big emotionally. Others are going to feel incredibly functional, super straightforward. But I want you, all of those questions that you have floating around in your head, how do I hire a team? How do I scale my business? How do I diversify and offer workshops and get people to sign up to my weekly subscription and get people to order through my website? And how do I get people to come to me for advice? How do I get people to order products that are more in line with what I want to be making? It don't matter. Ask all the questions. In an ideal world, it would be three full pages of questions. And that, my friend, is a lot of questions. There are going to be a lot of questions floating around in your head. Go back and circle the three biggest. What are the three most important questions that if you had answered right now, literally right now, you think would be the most helpful? 
And here is a little bonus. Because you've gotten this far in the podcast, I want to encourage you, if you are sitting down and doing this exercise and you have three questions, I want you to email them to me. I want you to email me your three questions, and I am more than happy, more than happy to get on a Zoom phone call with you or to email you back, if that's easier for you, my answers to your three questions. Because I am here to help, my friends, and I want you to know that every single thing is figureoutable. And if you have not read that book by Marie Forleo, ask for it for Christmas, buy it for yourself for your birthday, and read it, because it will move you through so much mental baggage, you'll blow your own mind. But back on track, this question is all around understanding the questions that are floating around in your head, because they actually take up mental space and mental brain power. And sometimes you're like, oh, I need to remember to do this, or I need to remember to do that. All of that stuff is actually taking energy away and taking focus away from what you could be achieving today. So I want you to sit down, write out every single question that comes to mind. And if you are up for it, I would love to hear what your questions are. And I am more than happy to talk you through my suggestions on how to approach these things. It could be anything from, is this right on my website? To, how do I get comfortable talking to the camera? How do I shoot flower photos? How do I build my portfolio? Should I focus on this? Should I focus on that? Anything. If you got questions, send them my way. More than happy to help. Question number three is all around identifying and summarizing all them questions that be floating around in that head of yours. Write them all down. Again, you are going to have way more questions than you will normally give yourself credit for, and that is perfect. If you can fill three full pages, do it. And then circle back, literally highlight the three most important that if you feel you could have answered right now, will be setting yourself up for so much goodness in 2020. So let us recap. Question number one, what do I want? Question number two, what does my ideal flower business look like? Question number three, what is currently in my way for me to reach my goals? And if any of this has been helpful please let me know. I have found these three questions to be super powerful in terms of really bringing so much focus and energy and efficiency to what we have planned for 2020. And it's going to be so good, people. So, so good. I am so excited for what 2020 is going to bring. And if you want to jump on the bandwagon with me now, don't forget that you can sign up for one-on-one business coaching with me, which means you get access to all of my business masterclass materials, all of the good stuff that happens in that community. You get to learn about branding, pricing, defining your offer, how to attract the right clients, identifying your ideal client, all of the good stuff. Plus, you get weekly specific coaching with me every single week. We will literally sit down and map out 
the step-by-step approach to you building your business so that you can smash 2020. I am only taking on a handful of clients, so you can visit the link in the show notes should you be interested. And as I mentioned earlier, if you guys have found this exercise useful, if you have gone in and answered that question around what is currently in my way and it's raising questions for you about how to do specific things and you want my input, email me, send me a message, whatever floats your boat. And don't forget that I am also doing a weekly Instagram live specifically for florists to help answer all of your questions. So if you do have a specific question that's come up through any of these journaling exercises, watch out for my call out on the Q&A and we'll answer all your questions. And remember, friends, I am here to help. I am at your service. We have figured out a lot of shit in the last five years, and I so wish that there was somebody like me who was floating around the universe five years ago, but it's fine. I made it through the other end. I simply don't want you to have to go through all the pain and suffering that we went through, and I want to give you the exact approach to how to build a flower business that you love, how to make really good money, and how to wake up every day going, is this my life? because it is possible. And if you're listening to the podcast, as always, take a quickie screen grab, tag me on the Instagrams, and let's do this thing. And I'll talk to y'alls later.